in the name of Jesus Christ who is our great deliverer and who shall come to deliver his people your fellow redeemed of God dust you are and to dust you will return God first spoke those words when Adam fell into sin God had created Adam from the dust and the consequence of sin is that he would have to die and be put in the ground and he would still turn back to dust dust you are and to dust you will return we still use those words today every time we lay a fellow believer in the grave at the cemetery in many ways that is our future and our fate because you and I are sons and daughters of Adam and Eve and one day unless Jesus comes back before then those words will be spoken over us as well in many ways it's a reminder and it feels like the greatest defeat in life and if ever you stood at the grave and heard those words you know what I mean but death is no longer the end for those who believe in Christ that's the truth we celebrate today on this triumphant Sunday Saints triumphant Sunday and we're going to be reminded this morning as we take a look at an Old Testament prophecy from the prophet Daniel about how God will come and put an end to it all and God will deliver his people that's the point God will deliver his people and what we're going to learn this morning is that God will deliver his people from the day of distress and God will deliver his people from the dust of death the people to whom the prophet Daniel originally penned the words of our sermon text had gone through some days of distress their nation in a sense was lying in the dust of ruin God had used a nation Babylon to bring judgment on his people they destroyed the nation of Judah they tore down the city of Jerusalem they destroyed the temple many of God's people died and the rest were carried off into captivity those were days of distress we can well imagine though that those who were carried off into captivity and were adapting to their new life in a faraway country were perhaps thinking to themselves we made it through those days of distress maybe there are going to be days of good times in the future but then God gave the prophet Daniel a vision to remind his people that no there are going to be more days of distress in fact days of great distress when the evil one Satan with his allies like the Antichrist would seem to be ruling the world and seem to be destroying the Christian church leaving God's people to wonder is there no one to save is there only destruction and death and dust left for us and through the prophet Daniel God said no I'm going to come to deliver my people 
I want you to take a look on the screen as we read the opening verse of Daniel chapter 12. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Obviously, Daniel's writing about the last days of the world, of which Jesus said that unless he cuts the day short, he would not find faith on this earth. This is the ultimate fulfillment of this prophecy. And that's frightening news because we, we see the signs of those days of distress, don't we? But the comforting news is that we don't have to be distressed about that distress of the last days because God will come to deliver his people. And how does God deliver his people? Well, sometimes God uses things that his people can't see to deliver them, like the angels. And here he mentions one, Michael, the great prince of angels. God uses his angels to protect his people, even though we can't see them. And that is a great source of comfort and confidence to as, God, as God's people. But there are times when God will use things that we can see to deliver us. He can use the waters of baptism, the bread and wine in the Lord's Supper, fellow believers and, and, and good Christian friends and, and pastors and teachers of God's word who comfort us with their presence and the promises of God's word. And, and we take comfort in all these things because it reminds us of God's caring and protecting love and it assures us of Jesus' promise that the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. God will deliver his people. But God also delivers people in another way. Sometimes he will use physical death to deliver his people from the hour of distress. Now, you know and I know how painful it can be when we have to lay one of our loved ones in the grave. They have died. But there is also that source of comfort and hope that through death, God has delivered one of his children from all the distress in this world. And as the distress gets worse, as the end comes closer, that's a great comfort for us, knowing that our loved ones have been spared that. But there will also come that day when Jesus will bring the final deliverance about which Daniel writes here, when Jesus returns on the last day. And who are the people that Jesus, our Savior, is going to deliver from that final day of distress when the world is destroyed? You know. It's those whose names are written in the book of life. All those who believe in Jesus as your Savior. Do you believe that Jesus is your Savior? I know that you do. Well, your name then is written in the book of life. 
And you have been made wise unto salvation through the teachings of Scripture. And you know the most important teaching of Scripture of all. That when Jesus comes to deliver us on the last day, he's not going to deliver us to heaven because we have earned it or because we have deserved it. No, Jesus is going to deliver us on the last day because he was willing to be delivered over into death for our sins. All who believe in Jesus are God's holy ones, God's saints. Those who are in heaven are in the church triumphant. And we who are still in this world, we are the saints in the church militant. But dear friends, because our names are written in the book of life, you and I can look forward to that final deliverance judgment day. It's the day when Jesus will come back and deliver all of his people finally and forever from every distress that this world will experience. God will deliver his people. Now Jesus hasn't told us on what day the world's going to come to an end. And so it's very possible that Jesus could come back right now. I've said this before. Think of what would happen if Jesus came back right now. You and I would be spared the the hour of death. We would not have to die. Jesus would come and, and, and we would go directly to heaven. That's a rather fascinating thought. But then we might wonder, but what about those who are buried? Will they be left behind? And the answer is no. Because in the final two verses of our sermon text, Daniel reminds us that God will also deliver his people from the dust of death. So look at the screen as we read verses 2 and 3. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of death will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. <laughs> what a great comfort that is for us regarding our loved ones who have already been laid in the grave, especially as we think about our loved ones, that, that list of names we read just a few moments ago. They are not lost. The Savior will deliver them. And when he comes back on the last day to destroy this earth, before he destroys it, he's going to open it up. And the bodies that are buried in the earth will be raised. The unbelievers will be raised to everlasting condemnation. Believers, they will be raised to everlasting life. And that's a great joy, because we will shine like the brightness of heaven. But it's more than likely that maybe Jesus is not going to come back that soon. And if he doesn't come back within the next 100 years, all of us then will die and our bodies will be laid in the grave. The words will be spoken over us, dust you are and to dust you will return. That's because we are made of the same soil as Adam and because the seed of sin has been planted in us, you and I also must taste the fruit, the fruit of death. But that is not the end for us. For those who believe in Jesus Christ, the Lord will deliver us too. 
And when he raises us, he's going to raise us to life everlasting. It's going to be the resurrection of joy, of happiness. And on that day, he will again forever deliver us from all distress in this world. And that's why with great yearning, we also confess with the Old Testament believer, Job, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth and after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my body I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. And, and the point of those words, which I always wondered about when I was a little boy, is that when Jesus raises us in this body, with these eyes, not some other creature, not some other life form, in my body, I am going to see my Redeemer, and so you. How my heart yearns within me. I know your heart yearns too. Although people like to maintain the graves of loved ones by, by keeping the grass around it trimmed neatly and perhaps decorate it with flowers and other decorations, the grave is a reminder, a symbol of our ultimate failure. Our failure to love and obey God perfectly. But one day, our graves will be the ultimate symbol of victory. Because on that day, our graves will be opened and Jesus will deliver us and we will rise from the dead. And then that phrase is going to be changed. No longer will it be, for dust you are and to dust you will return. On that last day, the phrase will be, dust you are and from dust you will return. Return. To everlasting life. Jesus will deliver you from the day of distress, from the dust of death. Praise be to him. Amen. Please stand. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.